Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 16th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today. I have a really exciting episode for you guys today. Today, I'm going to do my players comparisons episode. A lot of guys, you either love player comparisons or you hate them. I love doing them. I love comparing guys. You know, I'm not trying to say a player necessarily is going to be this player, but they normally they remind me of this player. So, you know, I have 20 prospects in this upcoming NBA draft, and they remind me of 20 NBA players. Some great, some not so great. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. I almost forgot my catchphrase. (laughs) But first, I'm going to go from lowest rank to highest rank. Let's do that. Number 20. We're going from 20 to 1. That's a lot, but we're not going to stick too long on the prospects. We're going to breeze right through it. Let's go with Walker Kessler. The seven foot one center from Auburn averaged 11.6 boards, 0.6 assists, one steal, and the key was four and a half blocks per game. He's a 20 year old sophomore. He's the Naismith and SEC defensive player of the year. And, you know, out there, kind of like Chet Holmgren, he looked a foot bigger than everyone else out there. So that made it a little bit easier to get blocks. You know, that's not going to happen in the NBA. But, you know, he's a great shot blocker as far as college. We'll see if it translates. But he's a nice cutter to the rim, runs the pick and roll well, protects the paint very well. As we know, that helped out in Auburn with Jabari Smith. And, you know, he's just always in the right spot. He's very slow, though. He can move when he needs to, but you would want him to be a little bit swifter with his movements. Uh, You know, he needs to rebound better. Averaging six rebounds as a seven-foot guy, that's not great. And he needs to be better at scoring in the paint. So in my opinion, he projects to be a backup. Now, player comparison I have is Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard in the NBA. Myers Leonard in college was a better prospect than Kessler Walker, in my opinion. Uh, But Myers Leonard, decent. He learned to eventually step out and shoot the three-pointer later in his career. I say later, like he's old, but, you know, his career kind of ended early um, due to him. (laughs) Let's just say that. But Myers Leonard was talented, and he got even better as far as extending his range. And maybe Walker Kessler can do that in the future and eventually become a three-point shooter. But as for now, I just project him as a backup pretty much like Myers Leonard was. Now, let's go to number 18, number 19. I'm not saying numbers. We're just going to the next guy. (laughs) Trevor Keels from Duke, the 6'4", 220-pound point guard slash shooting guard. Average 11.5 points, 3.4 rebounds, 2.7 assists, one steal. He's 18-year-old. He shot 31% from three. Trevor Keels is a great assist man, very smart player, makes the right pass most of the time. He's a very strong guard. He finishes below the rim, bullies guards in the paint, has a very nice handle, nice vision. Uh, You have to wonder if he can do more offensively because he pretty much just ran the squad. Or, you know, was Coach K making him be a pass first guard? You know, from what he displayed in Duke, I project him to be a backup point guard, you know, but I think he could be better in the NBA than he was in college. It depends where he lands. To me, 
The player comparison for Trevor Kills is Tyus Jones. He also went to Duke, also was a point guard, led the team in Duke. You know, Tyus Jones was three inches smaller at six foot one, 30 pounds lighter, but he averaged 12 points, three and a half boards, five and a half assists. Tyus Jones is a much better passer, but uh, he did run the team as well and make smart, head, smart, heady plays. And he was a tough player. He shot 38% from three. So obviously, Kills is much bigger. You're seeing a lot of comparisons to Luke Dort. I don't get that comparison. I think they're going off body type, maybe. But Trevor Kills is a point guard, in my opinion. And I believe he played like Tyus Jones. So if Tyus Jones leaves Memphis, Trevor Kills, I believe, will be a great replacement. And, you know, he's going to be bigger, stronger, potentially better. We'll see. Next on my player comparison list, a guy you may not have heard of, Donovan Williams, the 6'6 guard from UNLV. He's a 21-year-old junior, weighing at 190 pounds. <clears throat> Average 13 points, three boards, one assist, 0.7 steals, 0.4 blocks. He shot 43% from three. In his freshman and sophomore year, nowhere near that high. So it was great that he improved his three-point percentage tremendously. Uh, but Donovan Williams has a quick first step off the dribble, great length, great hops, can jump with anybody, can hit the step back three, very long arms, has the speed to help him with steals and blocks. You know, he has great, great length. That wingspan is tremendous. I don't even have the numbers for it, but I can tell you it's around seven feet. Uh, But, you know, he could be a problem if you put some weight on him and becomes a consistent good shooter. He has some nice moves in the paint, in the post, can create his own shot. He just needs to be more smooth and fluid out there, which should come with time. You know, he's 6'6", but he looks like he's 6'8 out there. He's so long and rangy. In my opinion, he looks like Derrick Jones Jr. out there. Now, Derrick Jones Jr. was 6'7", 190 pounds in college, averaged 11.5 points per game, 4.5 boards, one assist, one steal, one block. But he only shot 20% from three in college. And, you know, Donovan Williams did that in his first two years, basically. But, you know, they both were juniors. They both went to UNLV, (laughs) both similar size, similar weight. It's pretty crazy. So we may have a clone here exactly of Derrick Jones Jr., who was a great leaper, great shot blocker and dunker, long, skinny, athletic, very explosive. You know, so I think Donovan Williams is very similar to Derrick Jones Jr. And he's a guy that's a borderline draft pick right now. I think he definitely should get a chance to be drafted and, you know, make a squad because Derrick Jones Jr. is a commodity in the NBA. So I think Donovan Williams can be as well. Next up, we have Johnny Juzang, the 6'7'4 from UCLA. Average 15 points, four boards, almost five boards, two assists, and 0.7 steals per game. Shot 36% from three. I I was high on him last year, but he decided to stay in the draft when he was a sophomore. Decided to stay in college. But returning to his junior year, he put up similar stats. He is a great three-point shooter. You know, he has the shot and form and everything you're looking for. He can bring the ball up the court, pull up from three, or spot up and hit the three off the glass, has a quick release, has a great mid-range game as well, has a nice handle, knows how to pull up and hit spots if he wants to. He's unselfish. He's a good passer. He's a perfect player for today's game. And there's no reason he shouldn't be as good as Chris Duarte 
with a clay-like upside. Clay Thompson, that is. My player comparison is Chris Duarte, who was a lottery pick last year, who averaged 17 points, four and a half fours, two steals last year in college. And, well, the year before in college, he's six foot six, 190 pounds, shot 42% from three. So he's a little bit better of a shooter than Johnny Juzang. And Duarte is faster, bouncier. Um, but other than that, they're a very similar type of player. Johnny Juzang just needs some polishing in the NBA. And, you know, I think he, at minimum, will be a very good role player. You know, Danny Green-like. But if he is able to do some of the things he did in college, I think his ceiling could be Chris Duarte level and better. And he's projected to be mid to late second round. So think of how high Chris Duarte went. You could be getting a steal with Johnny Juzang if all pieces come together for him. Next up, I have Caleb Houston, the guard from Michigan, six foot eight, because you case shooting guard slash small four, 205 pounds, average 10 points, four boards, one steal, one assist, one steal. And he's a 19-year-old freshman, shot 35% from three. Caleb Houston was a top 10 recruit. He was a good three-point shooter, shot 35, like I said, percent he has great form he's not very athletic or a high riser but he's primarily a three-point shooter you know um, he mainly spots up he doesn't take too many dribbles but he's very effective he just needs to be more consistent he uh you know a lot of people are down on him because like I said he was a top 10 recruit and he's projected to be early second to anywhere to I'll say early second to mid second round pick And if he wouldn't have played at all, he probably would have been a top 20 pick. So his year was not what everyone was looking for. Obviously, scoring 10 points per game. But I think the style of play at Michigan could have confined him to that spot-up shooter. And, you know, maybe he can do more in the NBA. He has great active hands for steals, moves his feet well, long arms to contest at the rim, crafty in the paint. I think he's worthy of a first-round pick being 6'8". If he was 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, I get it. But 6'8", and that good of a shooter, you, that's going to be hard to pass up on. You know, he's a good defender, moves his feet well, great size. And that player comparison I have is Clay Thompson. Some people may say that's pretty lofty, but, you know, when Clay Thompson was in college, no one knew he was going to be the Clay Thompson. So Caleb Houston has all those traits. Clay was 6'6", six 200 pounds. So two inches smaller, pretty much the same weight, but he's averaged 21 points, five boards, and four four assists, and shot 40% from three. So all of that was better than <laughs> Caleb Houston, but Clay Thompson also was a junior. So his first two years was not as dominant. <laughs> so, but he obviously, Clay is one of the best shooters ever. He was shifty, able to get to the rack, hit the J, and, you know, neither... Clay or Caleb are fast or super athletic, but obviously both are great shooters and move well and get open off screens. So I think Clay, Caleb Houston is on the trajectory of Clay Thompson. And, you know, he could be in range at the Warriors pick. You know, a lot of people have been thinking about if the Warriors don't sign Jordan Poole, Caleb Houston is a good fit and he could replace Clay at some point. So we'll have to see, but. That's my spiel on that. Next, I have Jeremy Sohan, the four from Baylor, 
six foot nine, 230 pounds, averaged nine points, 6.4 boards, two assists, one steal, 0.7 blocks per game, shot 29% from three, and he's 19 years old. Jeremy Sohan was the tw- Big 12 Sixth Man of the Year. He can hit and spot up the three. He can hit the spot up three. He's not a natural shooter, though. Seems like he was made in a factory. He's a really good defender, one of the best in this class, can guard guards and bigs, very switchable player. He's a great finisher at the rim and great rim protector. You know, he blocks shots, even though he's 6'9", but his offense definitely needs some work. In my opinion, he's not a special talent. Uh, you know, I think he'll be a good role player. He plays like a small forward instead of a four most of the time. He does make very intelligent passes and finds the cutter. Makes a lot of tough slash bad contested shots in the paint. So I feel he still has a lot to work on. Jeremy Sohan's player comparison, in my opinion, is P.J. Tucker. I don't get the top 10, top 20 uh, discussion for Jeremy Sohan. He's a role player, in my opinion. You know, P.J. Tucker was six foot five, so he has four inches on him. But P.J. Tucker is a corner and spot-up three-point shooter, shooting specialist, hustle player, hard worker, does the dirty work, one of the toughest defenders in the NBA. I think Jeremy Sohan could be that. Jeremy, like I said, is obviously taller, but P.J. is a much better shooter. So uh, the only thing separating them two really is his height. So I don't know if Jeremy Sohan is going to be a starter in this league. But as we know, P.J. Tucker is a very valuable piece, even at the old age that he's at now. He's like 36 years old now, and he's still very coveted in the league. So I think Jeremy Sohan will be in that same type of player, type of you know necessity for teams. But if you're a bad team, I don't see why you would draft Jeremy Sohan in the lottery. I think uh, if you... If you disagree which I know a lot of people do but I'm not just going to follow the consistency this is what I see on film there are plenty of Jeremy Sohans out there that you don't have to spend a lottery pick on but if you disagree like comment review let me hear your thoughts hit me up on Twitter at William is Bill because I know Jeremy Sohan is a hot topic around this time of the year next I have Jordan Hall the 6'8 guard from St. Joseph's he averaged 14 points, almost seven boards, six assists, one steal per game. He's a point forward. You know, he can hit the fadeaway three, hit the turnaround J. He has a great handle, can create his own shot for himself and others. Like I said, point forward, so multi-talented. He has a nice hesitation to keep defenders on their heels. And, you know, he doesn't rely on athleticism to score, so that will further his career. He plays kind of at a slow pace, a methodical pace. So he's not like break your neck speed fast or anything like De'Aaron Fox or Jaden Ivey or anything. But that's not necessary in today's game. If you look at Luka Doncic and other players, they play at their own speed and they still can get to where they want to whenever they need to. He has an array of nice moves. This is Jordan Hall I'm talking about, pure shooter, you know, so even though he isn't the fastest guy, he can create space to hit the jumper or drop to the rack. He's a very unselfish player, always finds the cutter or open man, truly great vision, has good hands on defense and guards well also. So in my opinion, he's a lottery guy. Like I, I would definitely take him over Jeremy Sohan. But I'm not going to keep 
<laughs> killing Jeremy Sohan. But Jordan Hall needs some love. It's talk that he's going to be a mid to late second round pick, possibly undrafted. And that is just insane to me. Like I said, I, I have him as my 10th rated player. And some people have him going undrafted. Come on now. Y'all need to watch the tape on Jordan Hall. But my compla- my player comparison is Cade Cunningham. Jordan Hall plays like Cade Cunningham. They are the same height, 6'8". Uh, but as far as stats, uh, Cade Cunningham averaged 20 points, six boards, three and a half assists per game, and shot 40% from three. So he is better at points. And, you know, Jordan, uh, Jordan was better at assists, though. So... And the three-point shooting was only 4% off. So, Kay Cunningham obviously is a uh, point forward that can get his own shot, plays under control, slash slow and methodical like Jordan Hall, and gets where he wants, sets his man up, gets wherever he wants. Said that twice. Uh, Kay is slightly a better shooter, but, you know, they're very similar in every other way. So, Jordan Hall, sleeper, Kay Cunningham-like. It depends if a team will bring him in and trust him, give him the keys. And, I mean, you really could have a steal there. Next, I have Bryce McGowan from Nebraska, the 6'6 guard, 175 pounds, scored 17 points, five boards, 1.4 assists, 0.7 steals. He's a 19-year-old freshman, shot 27% from three. Bryce McGowan, you know, he's a little skinny, but he is a good three-point shooter, even though that percentage was 27 he t- had to take a lot of tough shots. So he can drive to the rack, get his own shot, score with contact and in traffic. You know, he could be a problem when he gets some weight on him, uh, but he can hit the step back three. He excels on drives to the lane, can explode to the rim, at, or he can go half speed, you know, like we were talking about with the methodical speed. You know, he has great upside. You know, I think his potential is very exciting. He can play in the paint, back you down, shoot fadeaways. He's a he's a he's a hooper. You know, you think of some guys as a ball player or a hooper. Bryce McGowan is a hooper, and I think he'll translate nicely to the league. In my opinion, his compare player comparison is Dejounte Murray, but a taller Dejounte Murray. So even though Dejounte is six foot five and Bryce McGowan is six foot six, I think Dejounte is obviously a point guard. McGowan's will be a shooting guard. But McGowan's can handle the ball, too, to do some point guard type of things. DeJounte Murray averaged 16, 6, 4.5 assists in college, and he shot 28% from three. So that assist rate, I mean, that um, three-point percentage rate is 27 to 28. The height is one inch off. The weight is five pounds off. They're pretty much the same player. But DeJounte played more of the point guard, obviously, but he has a great hesitation. He's a great passer, can get to the rack and score in traffic, can shoot the three, but wasn't efficient. And he has a better handle of the ball. He's a better passer. But other than that, you will see a little DeJounte Murray and Bryce McGowan's. Next, I have Christian Brown. Brown, Brown from Kansas. Christian, it's B-R-A-U-N, okay? I need to hear the correct pronunciation. But I'm going to say Christian Brown right now from Kansas. 6'6 six, six guard, averaged 14 points, six and a half boards, three assists, one steal, 0.8 blocks per game. He's a 21-year-old junior, shot an incredible 39% from three. Christian drives well to the basket, accelerates and explodes to the rim, 
surprises a lot of people with his athleticism, has nice control on the way to the rim, makes tough shots. You know, he has that aggression, that love for the game. He plays for the place of the crowd. You either love him or hate him. You know, there's no reason for him not to be successful in the league. If you look at his tape and Tyler Hero's tape in college, you pretty much see the same player. Tyler Hero is six foot five, averaged the same amount of points. But Brown averaged two more rebounds per game. Other than that, pretty much all their stats are the same. Christian Brown's three-point percentage was 39% compared to Tyler Hero's 35%. So uh, Tyler Hero was a great mover without the ball, good shooter, very confident as well, played to the crowd, made tough shots, and obviously can get his own shot and has been flourishing in the NBA. So, and he was a first round pick. So Christian Brown been taught of, thought of as a late first, potentially, but mainly early second. I think it's a steal wherever he goes, if it's not in the top 20. So, I mean, like I said, you could essentially be getting Tyler Hero. He's a very coveted player. When you want him with a top 20 pick, I would think so. Next on my list, I have Tata Washington. 6'3 guard from Kentucky, average 12.5 points, 3.5 boards, 4 assists, 1 steal. He's a 20-year-old freshman who shot 35% from 3. He's a great shooter off the screen, great mover with or without the ball, can play either guard position, can hit every shot on the court. He can get to the rack. He's very crafty, great hands, quick first step. And, you know, he plays below the rim, but still gets in there and battles, even though he's, you know, a little light. <laughs> In the, in the weight department. He has a nice floater, which you don't see much these days, but he has a good handle, good shooter, good passer. I would like to see him get more assists, but, you know, at the rate he's at right now, I think he'll be a backup point guard coming into the league, but he could work his way into being a starter. The comparison for Ty Ty Washington I have is D'Angelo Russell. He averaged 19 points, six boards, five assists in college, which is all better than Ty Ty. <laughs> but he had that tremendous floater. I mean, he would shoot that floater to the ceiling. I mean, he would throw it up like a rainbow. But he has a great handle, makes some great passes out there. He can lead a team. He can shoot the three, take some bad shots, but still a really good point guard. He was probably at his best in Brooklyn, and he's doing well in Minnesota, but I do hear he's on the trade market. So Ty Ty Washington, very similar to D'Angelo Russell. Next, I have Kendall Brown from Baylor, 6'8 forward, averaged 10 points, five boards, two assists, one steal, 0.4 blocks per game. He's a 19-year-old, and he shot 34% from three. He has great size for what he does, super athletic, can hit the spot up three. He's a tall, unorthodox player because, I mean, he just doesn't look like the normal 6'8 guy. He looks like who is this power forward or center coming down the court? And he's going to pull up and shoot a three on you. But he's always cutting to the rim, normally in the right place at the right time, catches a ton of easy baskets. You know, he's a great dunker. And, you know, he's a great spot-up shooter. In my opinion, his player comparison, this is Kendall Brown we're talking about, is Channing Fry, a young Channing Fry. You know, Channing Fry is 6'11", 250, so bigger, taller, but he averaged 13.5 points and seven boards in college. He was a tremendous three-point shooter. Very tall, athletic, can shoot and score inside and out. 
And but you know, defensively, Kendall Brown is better. He can do much more, is much more athletic. But Fry was obviously the better shooter, lethal three-point shooter. But he can play like Fry. He has some traits that Fry has. And you know, you may hear Channing Fry and think, well, I don't want that in the first round. But Channing Fry was a really good NBA player, played a lot of years in this league, double digit years in this league. And Kendall Brown, at worst, probably will be having a Channing Fry type career. And if he develops more, he can be even better. So there you go. Next, I have Malachi Branham, one of my favorites in this class, 6'5 guard from Ohio State, averaged 14 points, three and a half boards, two assists, 0.7 steals. He's a 19-year-old freshman, shot 41% from three. Now, he's pretty much the perfect shooting guard, in my opinion. He has a tremendous shot, can pull up, drive, hit every shot on the court. He's deadly from three. He definitely can start right now, in my opinion. He's very polished, a very smooth player. And, you know, even though he's a freshman, you can tell he's very coached and a very intelligent player. He's been playing basketball for a long time with good coaching for a long time because he didn't make too many dumb rookie slash freshman mistakes. But he's very clever in and around the paint, moves great off cuts and screens to get open, can finish with his left hand also. That impresses me because a lot of guys, believe it or not, cannot do that. But my comparison for Malachi Branham is a young Ray Allen. Ray Allen in college averaged 19.6 boards to assist and shot 45% from three. Numbers that are a little similar. You know, he averaged more points, shot better from three. But Ray obviously was silky smooth, not just a three-point shooter then. He was elite with the mid-range game and cutting to the basket. You know, Ray Allen had hops back then too. And it's silky smooth, of course, as well. He could literally do it all. So Malachi Branham, compared to young Ray Allen, is definitely a top 10 pick in my opinion. I have him mocked. I have him as my sixth best player in this league, in this draft. So I love Malachi Branham. Next, I have Dyson Daniels, 6'8 guard from G League Ignite. He has great size, great rebounder for a guard, you know, averaged pretty much the same stats as this player comparison. I think because of this player I'm comparing him to is why he's getting pushed up in the draft so much. He's a great passer, you know, sets his team up well with great passes, teammates up. He's a little raw. That player comparison for Dyson Daniels is Josh Giddy. He averaged 11.7 boards, seven assists overseas. Dyson averaged 11, 6, and 4.4. So close. Giddy had a great size, incredible vision, tall point guard from Australia, just like Dyson Daniels. You know, Giddy was not really a shooter at all, but he was a great passer and rebounder. You know, they have traits that are similar, but they're still different types of players. Dyson is better at scoring, shooting, and defense. Giddy is better at passing, and they both are good at creating for others and running their team. So Dyson Daniels, too, Josh Giddy. Next, A.J. Griffin from Duke, 6'6 guard, you know, shot 45% from three, great shooter, nice handle, nice step back, very smooth player. Uh, he has He's pretty much a standard good shooting guard in the NBA. He has a really nice touch. I don't really like his slow shot release, though. They may work on that and improve that, get it a little faster, but, you know, his game is nice and easy, shoots nice fadeaways. He's ready to play now. 
not a project. The player comparison I have for AJ Griffin is Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill is 6'4", two inches smaller, pretty much the same weight. He was a tremendous shooter, great hustler. He averaged 18 points, five boards, five assists per, per, per game uh, this last year with the Pacers. So a lot of people say the Pacers should draft AJ Griffin. But in my opinion, you have Buddy Hill. They're similar players. Buddy Hill is what you hope AJ Griffin will turn into. You already have him. Draft a different position. Unless you're trading Buddy Hill, AJ Griffin is not better than Buddy Hill. You know, uh, he was much better in college as well, has a much quicker release. Uh, and, you know, he's faster than AJ Griffin. Griffin is just much bigger. So, but I see the same type of future for AJ. A lot of people say the injury held him back. I've yet to see him be super athletic and Tracy McGrady-like. But if he plays like he did at Duke, your player comparison is Buddy Hield if he's lucky. Next, I have Benedict Mather in the 6'6 guard from Arizona. Incredible dunker, super athletic, can shoot with the best of them and drive at his own will. Great three-point shot. You know, he's super confident out there, clutch player. It's rare someone can dunk so amazing and shoot so well. He has range, like Steph Curry. Uh, he can hit the floater, has a mid-range game as well. He really can do it all. One of my favorite prospects in this draft, my fifth overall player. I have him compared to dun, 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 Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was 6'4 in college, averaged 20 points, four boards, six assists, one block. Benedict, 18, almost six, two and a half assists, one steal. So D-Wade had great handle, great athleticism, great bounce, very crafty in the paint, could get whatever shot he wanted, made great passes. He was clutch as well, soft touch in the paint. D-Wade was a better ball handler. Matherin is a better shooter, and both willed their team to victories. So there you go. If, do you have any agreements, disagreements so far? Let me hear your comments. Let me hear you now. Nobody else is doing player comparisons like this. And I try to go off what I see. There's a lot of comparisons that are standard out there that everyone's running with. But I don't think you've heard many of these comparisons anywhere else. So next, I have Jaden Ivey on the list. The 6'4 guard from Purdue. Average 17 points, five boards, three assists, one steal. 0.6 blocks per game, shot 36% from three. He has no fear when attacking the rim, constantly looking to attack at all times. Super athletic, very crafty at the rim, can shoot the three. I don't like his form, but he can shoot the three. Now he has a killer crossover. You know, he can play the one or the two. I wish he would play the, two, the one in the NBA. We will see what happens. He's nice at defense has quick hands you know his speed is going to get him a lot of places in this league and you know he's incredibly flashy with his play I love watching his tape he's an all-star in the making he reminds me of John Moran that's a comparison that you are seeing everywhere I'm not even going to try to find something else on that one because that's what I see you know he attacks the rim like Russell Westbrook but I see potentially the next John Morant who is an inch smaller than Jaden Ivey 25 pounds lighter than Jaden Ivey, but he did average more points and assists at 24 and 10 per game. So John Morant, super fast, tremendous passer, can get to the paint at any time, very athletic, always cutting, driving, slashing to the lane. 
You know, Ivy is taller and bigger and just as fast as Ja. Morant is a much better facilitator, but that was because Ja was a sophomore. When he was a freshman, he only averaged 13 points and six assists. So Jaden Ivy would potentially do better than that if he went back for another year. Although Ivy is a sophomore as well. So <laughs> it's tricky. But Ivy is on a track to be great. And he could be John Morant like at least. So anywhere in that Josh stratosphere, that's what you want in the top five pick in the draft. Next, I have Paolo Bancaro, the 6'10-4 from Duke. He averaged 17, 8, 3 assists, one steal and one block per game, 34% from three. They're saying his height, I don't know if he's growing or what, but they're saying he's 6'10 and with barefoot. So it looks like he's going to be 6'11 by the time the NBA season starts. And you never know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. But Paolo can hit the J and has a nice fadeaway. Handles like a small forward, but strong and big like a power forward. Can get the ball anywhere on the court and score whenever he wants. You know, he's a little bulkier. doesn't move as smooth as some of the other players, but still gets the job done. You know, clearly an intelligent player. Played at Duke. Coached well. Hits open threes. Can dribble the ball up the court at that height is ridiculous has a nice crossover as well if he's at three-point range he pretty much you're at his will he can do anything he wants he can shoot the three jab step get to the rack Paolo is destined to be great my comparison for him I've seen some others I've seen the Blake Griffin I've seen uh I don't remember the other person doesn't matter but my comparison for Paolo Bancaro is Miles Bridges Miles Bridges averaged pretty much the same in college. Paolo, 17 and 8. Miles Bridges, 17 and 7. Both could shoot the J and the 3. Miles Bridges could create his own shot. He's a great rebounder. He was definitely more athletic, especially with dunking, but they're similar players. Miles Bridges probably focused more on the three point shot. He shot 30, 37% from three in college, which is 3% better than Paolo. And, I mean, he was knocking them down in college. I wish he would do that more in the NBA. But, as you can see, roles can change. Paolo could be in that same boat where he strays away from the three-point range, does more work in the paint, and, you know, like Paolo does now. So, check out Miles Bridges and Paolo Bancaro. I see some similarities there. Next, Chet Holmgren, the power forward slash center out of Gonzaga. We'll see which one he'll be in the NBA, seven-foot. Average 14 and 10 with four blocks per game, 39% from three. All that sounds great. Can shoot the three, bring it up the court, lead the team all the way down to the rack. He's ridiculous at seven foot to be able to dribble the ball so well up the court. He's a great outlet passer. Finds the open spot, the open man. It just seems to be bigger than everyone else is the knock on him. Kind of like I said with Myers Leonard. No, with Walker Kessler, who I compare to Myers Leonard. But, you know, Chad has a nice short shot hook, hook shot. He spaces the floor well. If all goes well, he'll be an impact player on both ends. But that's going to be very tough for him with his weight and lack of girth. <laughs> but he's definitely a risk-reward guy. He could be a perennial all-star. He could be a bench rider. You know, kind of like if you think about – Mobamba, I mean, he was tremendous in college, but still, 
injuries, not being ready. He was a bench rider for most of his career. And he's on the Magic, who he could go to, Chet, that is. So would he suffer the same fate? I don't know. That's not my player comparison, though. Player comparison to Chet Holmgren is Bo Bo. Whether you like it or not, it's Bo Bo. Bo Bo was seven foot two. 235 pounds, 40 pounds bigger than Chet Holmgren, and still skinny. So think about that. Uh, but you cannot shoot a jumper over ball ball. Anything in his vicinity, he would block. Those long arms were ridiculous. His footwork was outstanding in college. You know, he could shoot the floater. He had a seven foot eight wingspan. Chet has a seven foot three wingspan. Ball ball averaged 21 and 10 in college. Chet averaged 14 and 10. And Chet averaged those 3.7 blocks. Bobo averaged almost three blocks. So Bobo made a huge impact on offense and defense in college. A lot of people saying, oh, it's just offensive. No, he made a huge impact in defense on college. You know, uh, he played against the 15th ranked team and they couldn't do anything with them. You know, he didn't play a lot of games, but when he did, he was tremendous. And he could shoot the three as well. Very well. He shot 52% from three. That was three, on three attempts per game. And But still, that just shows you how great of a shooter he was. So, I mean, Bobo is still yet to be determined. You hear the name and you hear, oh, he's a bust. But he really hasn't played much. So, will Chet Holmgren be in that same boat of not playing much? Will he be too small? Or will he succeed? We shall see. I believe Bo Bo is on the Magic, too. So the Magic, they have very talented centers. Will Chet be just another one added to the list that doesn't turn out? Or will he be the one that sticks? We shall see. Next, I have Jabari Smith, 6'10", 4 from Auburn. Average 17-7, shot 42% from three. Super long, rangy athlete, great athlete, still the number one prospect in this draft, in my opinion. He can do it all. Great three-point shooter, smooth player, can break you down. This is how guys that are 6'6 used to play. He's 6'10 doing this. It's ridiculous. You know, he's a natural ball handler and shooter, in my opinion. A lot of people are saying he's not a great ball handler. Uh, that should knock him. No, no, no. He dribbles the ball well enough. He's six foot ten. He's not supposed to be driven the ball like Jaden Ivey. Calm down. This is nitpicky time of the year. Nitpicky season. Trust what you see on film. Jabari Smith is the number one player in this draft still. Nothing has changed. He plays hard. Very fun to watch. Franchise player. Uh, clearly the number one player in my opinion. And his game reminds me of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant in college, very fast enough, athletic, of course, could pull up, hit the three. Obviously, a lethal shooter from anywhere, could play in the post. In college, KD averaged 26 and 11 and shot 40% from three. He was a truly unstoppable player, so that's compared to 17 and 7. So Durant was clearly better in college, but Jabari can be on that trajectory of Kevin Durant. He possesses a lot of traits. And that Kevin Durant has, he's just going to have to work on it to be whether he's going to be elite and first team all NBA, second or third team all NBA, or if he's going to coast and just be really good or all-star level. We shall see. I think Jabari can do whatever he wants. You know, 
Kevin Durant obviously was long, skinny, had a great handle, played like a shooting guard at six foot ten, had a great jump shot, clutch, good defender. Jabari has those traits, um, you know, and he's not as skinny as KD was. Um, and he more plays like a three than a four, but he can play both. So that's my player comparison. Was that too crazy for you? I don't know, but that's what I see. So, and I have one more I'm going to throw in here, and that's Shaden Sharp, 6'6 guard, technically from Kentucky. Now he's an incredible leaper, um, can catch any alley-oop thrown to mankind, has a nice handle, nice pull-up, can shoot the three, plays like a star. You know, he's a good finisher at the rim, one of the best dunkers in the draft, can hit the step-back three. In my opinion, his player comparison is Jalen Green. It's just that I haven't seen enough of Shaden Sharp. I would love to see him in college, see how he played against better defenders or in the G League. So for now, I'm comparing Shaden Sharp to Jalen Green. That could change, but that's what it is. Jalen Green, very athletic guard, could get his own shot, could score at will, good shooter, very bouncy, just like Shaden Sharp. And, you know, I think everyone knows Shaden Sharp is the biggest mystery in this draft, so we will see if that's how it turns out. Those are my 20 player comparisons. Hope you love this episode. I'm going to go over one more time real quick in case you missed one. Let's go ahead and I just did Shaden Sharp to Jalen Green. Walker Kessler to Myers Leonard. Trevor Keels to Tyus Jones. Donovan Williams from UNLV to Derek Jones Jr. from UNLV. Johnny Juzang to Chris Duarte. Caleb Houston to Clay Thompson. Jeremy Sohan to P.J. Tucker, Jordan Hall to Kay Cunningham, Bryce McGowan to DeJounte Murray, Christian Brown to Tyler Hero, Ty Ty Washington to D'Angelo Russell, Kendall Brown to Channon Fry, Malachi Branham to a young Ray Allen, Dyson Daniels to Josh Giddy, A.J. Griffin to Buddy Heald, Benedict Matherin to Dwayne Wade, bigger Dwayne Wade, Jaden Ivey to John Morant, Paolo Bancaro to Miles Bridges, Chad Holmgren to Bo Bo, and Jabari Smith to Kevin Durant. So if you love this show, you have something to say, I want to hear it. Where am I wrong? Where am I right? If you love this type of content, let me know. But this was on my mind. I see the comparisons. I said, I got to do a show about this. Let the people hear my thoughts. So I'd love to hear yours. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the All Rookie Podcast on player comparisons. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, review, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitter at William S. Bill. And until next time, I'm out of here. <laughs>